Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, creator of Twitter's Notorious, Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts here, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. This week, we are diving into... J-Lo and Ben at the Grammys and the insane things people are willing to do for Beyonce tickets, uh, the battle brewing over Lisa Marie Presley's estate, a Beverly Hills exclusive on Kyle and Teddy's diet secrets, and Army Hammer's latest attempt at redemption with the help of Crisis PR. Happy Grammys! Happy Grammy Day to you. You said that with as much enthusiasm as Ben Affleck has had on his face. Oh the my God, he's like show. he is getting dragged online. It is hysterical. Several people have made your Duncan joke, like, like, because <laughs> it's not even just that the clip that I, I mean, that, that's going around, but I, I filmed it directly off the TV. Is when, um, oh God, I don't even remember who was performing. Oh, I think it might have been Stevie Wonder. No, no, it was Chris Stapleton with the, it was doing it with Stevie Wonder. And yeah, and J-Lo is dancing and all excited and, and Ben is just, he, he realizes when the camera's on him, like that he, he starts to move a little bit, but he just, he might as well have just been looking at his watch. And then they've clipped, they've shown him several times. Like it, there was one shot as somebody grabbed a still of him. Look, it looked like he was looking at like a clock on the wall. Like he's in school. He just looks bored as hell. Well, what he, he needs to do. I, I don't know why he doesn't. I would in his situation. He needs to bring nicotine lozenges. Yep. This all for sure ties back to his need for a cigarette. Yeah. Although as much as I know that you smoke, I think that Ben Affleck is just on an entirely different level. Like I think that he's that guy who, if he puts nicotine patches on himself, he like recharges them. Like (laughs) that's what happens with this guy. Like there's, it is a cigarette or nothing. It is cigarette and Duncan or nothing. Like he just, He's just waiting till he can go outside and just stand out there and just go. Yeah, that, that is one not, of those. Yeah, it is not easy to do at the Grammy. The Grammys are inside. It's it's, it's always this, it's always the Staples Center. I'm not fucking calling it the other name, the Crypto no. dot, especially since it won't be Crypto dot com for long. No, yeah, uh, that's it is that is a like a trek from the bowels of the, like the other shows of the Globes at the Beverly Hilton. It's like a hundred feet to go outside. That's all. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, Oscars are a little bit tougher, but like this thing, you he cannot just go out for a cig. He's going to have to find a spot yeah. somewhere in the bowels of that of that arena. I mean, he also travels a lot. So, I mean, just like he should be a little bit more prepared. I'm going to say it's the cigarette, his need for a cigarette. We're talking about Ben Affleck. My brother in tobacco. My. This is, this is not a man who like plan, who has to plan things himself. True. Like, like, no. Like, this has been, he's been a star since he was pretty young. Like, he's got. He his assistants probably try to like make him plan for this stuff, and he's like, yeah, and then gets mad when mm-hmm. he's jonesing like this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> he needs to be. He's able totally. To- he's just totally that guy. Like he's just that guy. He just like leaves stuff. You know, he's like, where did I leave my shoes? And they're like sitting right on the floor in front of him, like right where you. That's left why he need. That's why he needed. Like okay, Jennifer Garner, a yeah. nurturer. Yeah. I don't know if JLo's a nurturer, but she's no. a taskmaster. Oh, absolutely. A taskmaster. Yeah, she she runs sergeant, a tight yeah. ship. So, 
Yeah, because yeah. he he's gone back to his uh, you know, like people always joke the first time around with J Lo when he was in his dapper phase when he just looked uncomfortable all the time, like he was mm-hmm. cleanly shaven, he was always wearing suits, it was just not very Ben Affleck, and then he turned into Jen Garner, like allowed her to be like the schlubby bearded guy that he wants to be, but now you can see he's like kind of getting back into J Lo shape, like he's very chiseled, which he was not two years ago. And whether you know whether that makes him happy or not, I don't know. But it's it's a noticeable difference. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel like I could be wrong, but it feels like he's dying his beard. Like he's allowed to keep the beard as long he's, as he dies. The yeah, gray that's album. not natural. He's he's been gray. Yeah, I mean he looks good. I'll give you know yeah. I'll give him. He the the perfect at home Ben Affleck is that thing that's basically become a meme of him standing out like on the front steps with his eyes closed with the cig in hand. He just looks. Mm-hmm exasperated that is that that is the ben affleck we know and love it looks not like this, not this one luggage that carousel mm-hmm. at any airport yeah i think we all love like curmudgeon affleck like yeah. that's the one we kind of like that one yes i wonder if you can gauge their marriage the ups and downs of their marriage by his grooming and styling oh so if he starts going schlubby again then there might be a uh, something wrong could be like like a passive aggressive thing, like mm-hmm. to piss her off. He's not going to wear a cashmere pea coat today. He's going to wear a hoodie and show her who's boss. You know, I can totally see that. The he's filming a it, it, he's filming he he didn't add a Duncan ad for the Super Bowl. Like it hasn't obviously yeah. aired yet, but it's people saw the stills because he's it the I guess in the commercial he he does he runs the drive through window at a Duncan. Um, and people figured out pretty quickly when they saw that they're like, Oh, this has to be an ad for the Super Bowl, And it was, but JLo was on set. The set was an actual Duncan and JLo was inside. And I was like, that is gotta be the first time she's ever set foot in a Duncan, Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. They, they showed some stills and it looks like she's drinking coffee from somewhere. Uh, there's, else. there's, yeah, yeah. There's no way anything they would put in their coffee that she, had, she would consume. She had a matcha, matcha latte from Alfred flown yeah. out there on yeah. a private jet. That set, like, yeah. No, it was being pressed by a, a separate worker outside that she brought along. Like she has her yes. own press outside. Yeah, she's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching anything in here. No, no, no. Yeah. But I, I disagree. I think she has been to a Dunkin'. I mean. I think it's some very young, old school days on the. Oh, six. like like the living she, color days. Yeah, sure. Even before like that, I feel like high school. She had to block. go to the Duncan with her friends because that's where some of the boys were. You know, you know, she's that's, that's true from okay. the block. She's, I, she's I on re- the six, but it's been. I would say it's probably been a good like thirty five years mm-hmm. since she's yeah. ever set foot in the I was Duncan. just watching her Vogue 73 questions. It came out recently oh, and yeah. it's her. And you know, Vogue 73, you kind of give a walking tour of your house while you do it. So she's it's in her so natural. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and that's not that's not just that's not on Jen. It, it's everybody because I've watched a bunch of them. It's it's one of the most unnatural things. Even a great like Academy Award winning actors have a hard time with that one. 
Well, she's doing, you know, they're in their spectacular, I think Beverly Hills, whatevs. The point is when they ask about her past and all that stuff, she tries to still be Jenny from the block. It's so fake. I'm sorry. Like, what's your favorite childhood? She comes up with these things and she'll be like, if you're from the Bronx, if you know, you know. And I'm like, you're like, she's really trying to lay it on with Mm -hmm. this, like, with Jenny from the block. It, It doesn't work anymore. Mrs. Uh, Affleck, uh, Mrs. Affleck of Bel Air. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. She was trying to say she liked an orange soda and some kind of like breakfast sandwich from a bodega. I'm like, when was the last time you ate a carb? Like, When's the last time she got out of her car mm-hmm. in New York City to go into a bodega? Yeah. Like, she, no, she she's, sending, she's sending somebody in there. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's but, really, and they're probably just picking up a magazine for her or like, I don't know, a pack of cigs for, for, for her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a happy. Are Jay-Z and Beyonce, I was going to say, are Jay-Z and Beyonce at the Grammys tonight? They are, though, I in true, be, I mean, true. We're, True Beyonce fashion, she was 90 minutes late, like literally 90 minutes into the broadcast, she showed up to the I point like where that. she had, she won best, uh, I believe it was best R&B album. Uh, and she was not there yet. Niles, Niles Rogers had to actually, um, he produced the album. So he, he went up on stage and like Trevor Noah as the host was even like, well, Beyonce's not here yet, but she's, guys, she's going to be here. She's stuck in traffic, which everybody laughed at. Uh, Cause you know, everybody else was clearly there. She showed up 90 yeah. minutes into the ceremony, to the, but it, she came in with such fanfare that Trevor, like at a coming back from commercial, he had her Grammy and walked it back into the crowd to hand it to her. Like <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah. And Jay was with her. I, I, didn't, like- I didn't notice if Jay was came before, if, if he was there the whole time. I don't think so. Think about that assumption and being so comfortable being late to that. She knows she can miss the early Grammys she's winning because there will just be more later in the evening. Yeah. Can, can I just say, I wonder how much that pissed Jennifer Lopez off. Mm-hmm. That's the oh. type of status that J-Lo wishes she had. She does, yeah. still doesn't have it yet. And J-Lo has like all-around A-list status, but... She's not an she's not an Oscar worthy actress. She's she's just like an all around a list. She's an entertainer. Entertainer, like, yeah. Beyonce is like an artist and a the, singer. Like, yeah, there's she's a singer. Yeah, there's no specific field in which J Lo has that much pull. The way no. Beyonce can show up to the Grammys ninety minutes late. Mm-hmm. Uh, J Lo just has all around stuff. So yeah, that must kill her. Well, she- being she's, in the audience, she's the, she's the epitome of jack of all trades, master of none. She yes. can do a lot of things. She, I would say, Matt, she's a great dancer. I don't know if she still is, but that of the three yeah. of the singing, acting, dancing, she could always dance. It was the other two that were kind of like, eh. yeah. um, but even like Beyonce is not only. It's the they started doing this around the the pandemic. Like now that they're still doing tables. Like when, you know, in, during the pandemic, they were doing tables like outside to, to social distance, but now on the floor of the staples or whatever, they're doing tables. So it's kind of like the globes. 
So it's a weird seating arrangement that's kind of unusual for the Grammys. So all these celebs are kind of sitting at neighboring tables and like Taylor Swift and Adele are right next to Beyonce and they've been here the whole time. So they like Beyonce can pull the diva thing, but she's really pulling the diva thing because Adele's been there the whole time. Taylor's been there the whole time. Well, look at Beyonce, the way her um, ticket sales are going for the concert. She can literally do anything she wants in this world. There are people choosing between braces for their kids, college funds, and Beyonce tickets. They're starting GoFundMes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, you know, God bless them. That's the whole thing with GoFundMes. People get a lot of shit for like doing one to try to help Mm -hmm. them, help get money. If it's, it's a choice. Like nobody's being forced to give you money. If you start a GoFundMe and I'm like, oh, cool, I'll give you money. That's cool. I'm Do not, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to start paying for people to go to Beyonce concerts. I don't think, but maybe I will. We'll see. We should start them for people to support our Ozempic. Our, our, <laughs> our, our, um, I was going to say our Ozempic habits, but they've yet to be formed. We're right? working on them. We need some help. Mm. I'm all for okay. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's another, that, that, that was like in my head the other night. I was thinking like there's a certain niche of people who are choosing, they're going to have to choose based on whether their splurge for the month will be Ozempic or Beyonce tickets. Probably what equally, a choice. probably a pretty equal cost. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's yeah. why I was doing the math and I'm like, well, the thing is if you go off Ozempic, then you're not gonna look great for the Beyonce concert. So there's like a whole how much are they going for? I've well, the, that's like, the thing is that they haven't gone on sale yet. Uh they they just announced it uh last week. The 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 tour starts in May, but it starts in mm-hmm. Europe first. It doesn't get to the US until the summer, until July. So we can see some leaked footage and save two grand. Probably, probably, yeah. But they're you know the the t- Ticketmaster got its you know ass handed to them by the Taylor Swift fiasco. So they're trying to not let that happen again. So they're already trying this. They're staggering ticket sales. They're doing the verified user. It's not going to work. It's going to crash. It again. doesn't work. No. I I I went. I tried to get tickets. There's a Willie Nelson 90th birthday. A two-day like concert festival at the Hollywood Bowl in mm. May, which I was like, I don't really like concert festivals, but it's at the Hollywood Bowl, so I can walk to it, and it's at the Hollywood Bowl, so it's not like, too- and it's got tons of artists that I really like, including Willie Nelson. So my friends and I tried to get tickets, and I went online, and yes, you click the link, and I went online for presale tickets. I had mm. a presale code, and so I went on, and yeah, you get in a you click the link and then you have to sit there even before like ticket sales, let's say it starts at 10 AM and then, and then you, and then the page refreshes and then you're in a queue and it shows you that, Oh, there's 2000 plus people ahead of you in line. And yeah, there's like yeah. thing just like closes down. And I was texting with my friends cause it was taking a while. And then it started getting like really quick towards the end. And I go, I go, okay, it's moving really fast now, which I feel means that people that, that there really aren't any tickets available or they're so expensive that people are just logging off. And that was exactly the truth. There were just very few available and like, Mm -hmm. and granted these were two day passes, but like, and that's what they were selling them as, but the cheapest ones there were $500 for two days for one person for like one set of passes, $500. 
and the, these weren't even good seats. These were up in the nose and I was, and there were just a few of them, but the, there were only a couple that I could find of those. The average ones were like eight, eight hundred dollars. Jesus. And these are just the presale. I was like, there's going to be more. I was like, there's, this is ridiculous. And then you have to, and you think about it. If I was buying three of those tickets and then I got to pay the service fees on top of that, which is going to be probably another like $400 on top of that mm-hmm. with the total. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I was like, uh, for me, it's just like, I, uh, I'm not going to concerts anymore. It, you know what? Or, I'll, I'll go to, I'll, let's just go check out and see what the LA Philharmonic is doing. I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. She's doing, this is a- Much more relaxing a, and cheaper. She's playing huge venues, not surprisingly. Uh, it's, a sta- it's a stadium. Yeah. Well, it's, not, it's bigger than, a, it's a football stadium tour. Like not, you know, it's just a stadium tour. tour. Well, bigger than arena. Like these are full on, like arenas, you know. Yeah, like right. this, this, like it, in LA, it's going to be at SoFi. Uh, in, in St. Louis, it's going to be the, the, the old football dome that nobody even uses anymore because it's, it can hold 60,000. But when you're at a venue that big, I mean, if you have a bad seat, why are you even there? Like to say you were there, like you're just watching it from a distance. Like I'm sure she's going to have a hell of a stage show and visuals and everything. But if you're that far away. I mean, I don't get, I just don't get that fandom. I respect it. I think part I of it is the social, like the social clout. Of yeah, going. So you, you were there. The, I went to the Jay-Z Kanye one and that was amazing. And I really, I don't even like live music. Most of it was, it was at Staples and I had to say I went because I'm, I'm shallow, but they, um, <laughs> whoa, 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 what? But that's why, <laughs> I mean, I'd only go to Beyonce. First of all, I wouldn't pay. I don't care. I'm choosing Ozempic over Beyonce tickets if you guys find my GoFundMe link. But, um, yeah, no, I think it's to say you, you went. Like, I don't know. I don't get a lot of enjoyment out of live music. It's loud. It's crowded. I could click it on YouTube with my, yeah. So, I mean, think about the content. This is coming from a social media standpoint. The Instagrams, the reels, your looks, your TikTok, whatever. It's a whole thing. You could do that from the outside. Just take some take some pics at like the marquee outside. You know, do do like a mm-hmm. like a um, you know like like we've talked about before, folks who do that with private jets. Like mm-hmm. Bow Wow, Bow Wow did that famously, where he was taking he was posting photos outside a private jet, but then somebody caught him like sitting in like a Southwest flight. He was just yeah. taking photos outside. You can you can fake it pretty well. People will probably crop themselves into other people's photos. That's going to be that's going to be something. Um, I can't wait for people to start start getting caught on, especially the really sloppy photoshops. We should do it for, like we could do it for fun, but you get what I mean. Oh, people are going to start harnessing like, like the deep fake gonna... deep fake technology to to have them like on stage with Beyonce. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Ugh, that just sounds exhausting. It's Who has the energy to do that? I don't have the energy to do that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't in some time. But you know what? Good on. <laughs> yeah, we know because Mister, I'm in bed at by eight o'clock. <laughs> oh yeah, this is we're already past my bedtime. I'm, yeah. I'm just you know, yeah. But you know, it. it I'm, so she did. Uh, she did break the the Grammy record tonight with her thirty second Grammy, Jesus. which is uh, pretty impressive, you know. Damn. Yeah, 
Good for her. Oh, the the the, the see, the one- she has so many. She could have like shown up at the end of tonight. Just say afterwards the after parties or no she should have been spotted tonight at like a whole foods in la so it's air one yeah yeah and just like so it's like she's aware and she was in town but she couldn't be bothered oh is that tonight oh yeah no she's in she's in some uggs and joggers, like, but a cute, like, fashionable little, like, off the shoulder slash hoodie type of thing. You know, it's all Ivy Park. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I was kind of going on the fence to go collect my twenty nine through thirty Grammys twenty nine through thirty seven, but the cilantro chicken here is really good. <laughs> Hove and I. Mm, yes, I, I promised Hove I'd watch the Potomac reunion with him. So, do you think she calls him Hove? I hope she does. Oh, did you know? Someone pointed out on Twitter, totally random, or I don't know. Robin on Potomac's sons are both named after Jay Z. It's like Card. I have to look up their names, yeah, but Carter. they're both named like after Sean and Carter. They're both. Something like that. I don't know. I haven't watched Oh, my gosh. I have to... Hold on. Now I have to look this up. I know one is named Carter, but... Dixon Kiss names. The other one's name is Corey. There's some... Oh, clearly named after Corey Gamble. Wow. They have... That's interesting. (laughs) I don't know. I read that on Twitter, and I was like... I was really amused by that. If his... Unless Corey has something to do with... Jay Z. I'm not a Jay Z expert. I mean, I know yeah. I know people look at me and they automatically think I do. Jay Z yeah, expert. I, I could I could see that. I I just assumed that. In fact, I don't know. It got a lot of likes. So I assume people were agreeing. I didn't even wait, bother wait, to learn wait, the name. Wait a minute. You you assumed something was true on just because it was written on the internet. It's on Twitter, no less. Everything is true on Twitter. I Elon must make sure that was true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is there on the music? Front? If somebody knows what the if the Corey part is, uh, how that's related to Jay Z, let us know. There's something to it. They explained it, and it made sense to me. Um, but I mean, if Carter's named after Jay Z, then then I get that. But yeah. We'll, we'll circle back to we'll circle back to this later. Okay. This episode. But um Paris Hilton's uh husband is named after Jay-Z. I was gonna say, are we sure that yeah, <laughs> yeah is, that's is he how, named that's after Jay Z? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's exactly how it was. <laughs> Oh, you know what else is happening on the music front? Uh, we um the estate battle is brewing over Lisa Marie Presley. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the TMZ article? I mean, yeah. it's not just TMZ, but. Evidently, there is. Uh, a- her mom's making a play for her estate. Well, what's left? The estate That's is. It, to say it's in dire straits is kind of a. You know, it went from at one point about. A, they said upwards of $100 million to negative. Four by account, all accounts, she was four four million in the red. Uh, two and a half million of that mm-hmm. to the IRS owed to the IRS. So um, you know that's that's not ideal. Yeah. 
But she I mean, has like how right, much out in life insurance policies? Like, Thirty-five. Like Thirty million. It's it's 30, 30, 35 most, to possibly forty-five. Yeah, there's two. There's two that they know of. There for one for twenty-five, one for ten. Then they're saying it's possible. There's a, a third one for ten. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what they're kind of fighting over. Evidently, when she was living, like several years ago, she she made tried to she made arrangements to like get one of them paid out like in a small lump sum of two million dollars to try to, yeah. to try to knock off her debt. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. You can yeah. Off, off of your own life, life insurance. Ins- if it's a whole life insurance policy, which means it's a lifelong investment, you can mm-hmm. take the cash value before okay. you die. But if it's one of those like ten years a certain no you we need to get Vicky Gunvalson on the phone for that one. Good I luck with all that. The <laughs> yeah, but um, so the thing is, her mom, her mom Priscilla, I, I we've we've held off a little bit about talking about this because we don't want to be um, unusually mean to a grieving mother, Priscilla. But she, it's reminding me a little bit of. I don't know, like Jamie Spears, maybe she's run. Um, Priscilla's li- livelihood has always been um, managing the El- Elvis Presley estate. She wasn't his widow, but she was the guardian. Because uh, you know they divorced before um, Elvis died, but she was the guardian of his heir, and so she was a minor. So she's took the lead and created just the way kind of like Jamie Spears did. He salvaged Britney's business affairs and kept it going. But that's what she's done now that Lisa Marie's gone. And she, um, Lisa Marie, what was it, a few years ago, had made our, her daughter Riley the trustee of the estate. Well, the, the original... The original was in 2010. It was Priscilla and uh, Barry Siegel, the, their business manager, yeah. were the two trustees. But that was when Riley and Benjamin, who was still living at the time, were only 18 and 21. So it makes sense that they wouldn't be the trustees at that young an age. Um, but mm-hmm. then in 2016, uh, it was mysteriously, well, mysteriously, if you ask Priscilla, amended where she and, and Barry Siegel were removed and then Benj- Benjamin and, and Riley were made um, trustee, the trustees, then obviously now it's just Riley because uh, yeah, Benjamin ben passed, passed away. But yeah, the, um, but there's, according to Priscilla, there's very, something very sketchy about the amended trust because um, in, in her words, she, she listed four reasons why she thinks it's not um, legit. One was that she was never served papers saying she was removed from it. She also said that the mm-hmm. dates were very sketchy. Like some, for some reason dates didn't match up. Uh, they said they, the Priscilla said they didn't spell her name right in the amendment In removing her from the trust, they misspelled her name, which seems odd. And then she also said that Lisa Marie's signature was, was wonky. And the amendment, these are all things Priscilla yeah. saying. So I, I take that with a grain of salt. Like she's the one who's wants to be back on this. So all of those things could be not true, but she's saying oh, those four things are especially sketchy. I mean, I could see that if she was replaced with some random, like a lawyer or an account, you know, someone sketchy, she was replaced with Lisa Marie's adult child and primary heir. Mm-hmm. Priscilla really doesn't, it's, that's the normal way to do it. 
So I don't know what, I don't see how Priscilla has a place in this other than that she's run the family business for so many years. She always just assumed you do get, when you're a trustee or an executor, you do get paid to handle the estate's affairs. And I think she's used to collecting that, that salary mm -hmm. and wants to continue to do so. I mean, well, it, it make, didn't she just downsize her home or considerable? Yeah, she did. She had a fifth, I think it sold for fifteen, a fifteen million dollar estate in um, Beverly Hills. Just sold. Um, she also owns some smaller homes around Brentwood that she just sold, and now she's downsized to a mere pathetic. Just kidding, four point eight million dollar uh, condo in Century City. Ugh, disgusting. Does it have no, but I water? mean. God, <laughs> but, I mean, when you think about the, the change in scale from a $15 million estate to a condo, and this has been going on in the years leading up to this, this isn't because we, she's clearly been downsizing. And I know a couple people who in recent, in the past year who've kind of dealt with her business wise, she's a hustler. That's what I'll say. That what she is the business mind behind the family, but she she's always looking out for money. So, well, the the other trustee Barry Siegel, uh, who I guess their longtime business manager or some something of that sort, mm -hmm. Lisa Marie said that he was part of the reason she was in debt. He she claimed that's that's why she that's why mm -hmm. she removed him. She never really said why she removed Priscilla, but that's why she removed him. Is that she accused him of stealing all her money? Not necessarily stealing her money so much as telling her just horrible advice that's that, yeah. that's what lisa marie said so that that part makes sense that he would be removed but may i i mean i can't speak for lisa marie but when i read that my first I, what occurred to me is what if lisa marie viewed her mother as having permitted barry siegel to do this probably again I, i'm looking at it through the scope of the spears family which isn't a di direct but i mean no and i mean it's been Priscilla's livelihood and it's totally normal for the adult child to be the trustee. So for, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cause also I, like, let's think about it. How old is Priscilla Presley? Like she's like in her late seventies, early eighties. Like, yeah. Probably yeah, like late Lisa 70s, Marie's early. not thinking yeah. like, Oh, my elderly mother should be mm -hmm. the one taking care of these finances. Like it was like while Excellent. my, while my children were in their early were teens and early twenties, then yes, like that was the person, mm -hmm. but no, like. That's yeah. a really good point because if things go the natural order, your mother, your elderly mother isn't supposed to take care of your estate. You assume no. you're planning for the next generation and assume you'll your kids will outlive you and that your parents will predecease you. Pre mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's a good point. I just mean, that's just like basic logic. You'd assume yep. it'd be your kids and not your, it'd be kind of weird. Like she had a death wish if mm -hmm. she planned on her. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see what, Priscilla's will says, like, was she going to leave anything to Lisa Marie? You know what I mean? Do you know what I yeah. mean? All you just never know. People, people just get very uh, weird when death and money are involved or combined. Especially just, with 
with with this family, like you know, Lisa Marie probably her dad was already built out of all his money. Like what 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 she's accused Barry Siegel of doing to her to what she had. That's exactly what Colonel Tom Parker did to Elvis. Like this mm-hmm. family's never been very good with money, and Priscilla was around for that. You know, you like yeah. you said, they weren't married until his death, but they were married for his. Most of his peak. I mean, I, I mean, depending on what you consider his peak is, but they were married for I think seven years. Um, mm-hmm. So, so Priscilla was around for that first part where they went broke, and that I mean, hell, that's the whole reason Elvis had to play in Vegas because they were broke. So I don't know. It's just really yeah. sad. They they um, it's more more stories are coming out about like Lisa Marie's death and what was happening with her the last you know several months out of her her life and. Uh, I, I read a report today that was a sad, basically, you know, I don't know if you saw like about her weight loss. She, she had gained a, evidently like, well, you know, her, her son committed suicide in 2020. Um, so she was grieving that. And she, she, they said that she gained, um, she gained weight because she, you know, as it was that and the, the same thing, it, it was the pandemic was going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she was like depressed. She gained weight. She was a recluse. Uh, she actually uh, people, that knew her said that she was actually strange. It sounds happy about the pandemic because she could go out in public. She didn't have to stay in her house. She could go out in public with a mask on and nobody would know it was her. Cause yeah, otherwise kind of she, that. no one was dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she didn't mask. have to be self-conscious about, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, because everybody was wearing masks. Nobody cared what anybody looked like. She, she finally was able to leave the house, but then, you know, it, it, now that once that cleared and then it was basically the Elvis movie is what sort of caused this downward spiral because she, she, she had to start making appearances that she never had to do before. So they said mm-hmm. that she was just so stressed and upset about these award shows, like knowing that she was going to have to go to the Globes, go to the Oscars. So she, she was on, uh, they said she lost between 40 and 50 pounds in six weeks, which That's- is crazy that's terrifying i i lost 60 pounds last in the last year but it was over nine months and that fucked up my body hardcore i got gout twice like i got all kinds of weird shit from losing so much too much weight that fast Mm. to do it in six weeks like mine was like nine months and like the reports, the reports that she had some sort of surgery they didn't say what and it's not really our business but they didn't say is the surgery, are they saying, is that weight related? Was it like we don't know. That's surgery? why they haven't. I mean, it could, it could be, it could be a lap band. It could have been lipo. They didn't say. They just said. No, no, but, but the surgery was the surgery for weight loss. Is oh, well, we don't saying? know. We don't know. They, they didn't really say how. surgery is now. I mean, they didn't Do say sure. how she's lost the weight. We don't, we don't know. I mean, I'm uh, trying to think like if you start. Yeah. And then I mean, it, she relapsed into. I read that and I was like, dude, because like I, ooh, this was like <sighs> over a decade ago. I lost I lost twenty pounds in a month, like I would say, like four lot. weeks. Yeah. It was, and but that and that was because of a really bad relationship. Gave me such horrible anxiety. I could not sleep and I could not eat, and my body mm. was just in overdrive. But like you, I mean, I didn't get gout, but it fucked me up for quite a while. Yeah, it was just too your late. bodies. Lose all that weight that fast. It took me forever to like kind of like recover from that and just whoa, like, uh uh-uh. uh. So uh, to lose 40 to 50 pounds, 50 in six pounds weeks. 
Yeah. Which is two more weeks tacked onto that. Like that's just, oh, that's just, no, your butt, nobody's like body can have, handle that. No. It had to have been like the lap band or something. I'm, th- I'm trying to sit, like I'm racking my brain slightly out of, dismay and slightly out of jealousy and i'm like how do you lose that much that fast by starving yourself yeah yeah but even starving yourself you don't lose that much well it's i mean it's all allegedly but like evidently there were also reports she was taking opioids again because of the stress Mm -hmm. i mean that could have you know her family has said they yeah, because they said that that was from the you know she she had had issues in the past with opioids, but had yeah. had you know been I, maybe I don't the know if surgery she was necessarily sober, but she was not taking those. You know, I don't I don't know what her situation was, but they said more recently that's what you know they don't we don't know the cause of death yet. Like we know it was a, a heart a cardiac arrest, but they don't you know the, the toxicology usually takes like months for you know yeah. like months to come back. So I guess they'll know at that, some point. That that it's a heart attack does lend itself a bit to, like you said, the starvation. Over that long of a period, your heart can give out. But like we talked wow. about a few weeks a few weeks ago, that you know her her dad and her grandmother both died of heart attacks in their forties. So it's it could be mm-hmm. nothing. You know, it could be completely unrelated. Who knows? Or it could be it could be exacerbated. Like you know, if yeah. you're medically predisposed to a heart attack, but if you, then and you wouldn't necessarily you'd be okay at some point. But if you start to do behaviors like starving yourself or using illicit, illicit drugs that can affect your heart or doing different things, or if you become too overweight or you know, so many different things, there's like a huge laundry list. But I think that I think everybody has those. Uh, those contradictions, these little, these little hypocrisies in our lives about like, of like, I want to be, I want to be healthy, but I also want to be really thin. I want to like, you know, I want to age gracefully, but I also still want to look young. Like we all do it. Yeah. It's funny. You said gracefully because did some digging. Um, Speaking since we're talking about uh, extreme diets Mm -hmm. and so forth, uh, found the caterer. Is it a caterer, a service, like a restaurant service? I would say it's it's a it's a meal delivery service. Yeah, yeah, and it's in the valley, and most importantly, uh, I know for Teddy Mellencamp uses it. Kyle uses it. It's um, and it's it's funny you said gracefully because it's called gracefully fed. It's one of the. Have most- you, I sent it to you guys, right? Yes, you I was did. It, it is one of the most obnoxious names. Period. It's so <laughs> LA. It's so LA. Gracefully fed. I'm sorry. It's like it's like cafe gratitude, like and all the yeah. Like, like well, I I believe up. just because I did a deep dive into the website, I believe the woman who found its name is Grace. Well, her oh. brother calls her Grace. Oh, is that it? I did read the That's bio, but it clearly it went in wait, and went right it's out. It's not her name. Just someone calls her that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, no, her name so, is Tracy, but my brother calls me Grace, and that Nick. I'm Jordan, stuff. but you can call me Regal. Most people do. <laughs> Magnificently fed. My grandma calls me magnificent. So you know, of course she yeah, does. I like that. Of course she does. No. No, she, I wish. No, but um, no. Um, yeah, have you seen it? It's straight up Teddy Mellencamp style. It's all soup. Like, it's like, are there it's all soup? I, yeah, I did the, there's 35 soups. 
that's way too many soups. They have, I didn't even know there were different kinds of pea soup. Like they have malt, they have split pea and fresh pea soup. Didn't know those were different. Uh, mm. Yeah, there's way too many soups. There are some entrees and there's some, it's all gluten-free. Everything's gluten-free. Yeah. Um, the, 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 I saw a lot of vegan and yeah. like, yeah. it's fine. But I mean, like it's, you're from what it looks like, I haven't tried it. It looks like you're living off like vegetable soups, pretty much. Is it? Yep. Is it? Is there any meat? There is. There's, there's, some there's meat. a couple yeah. with some chicken in them and stuff. But yeah, it's like it's. Oh my god! It's just soups, and it is like they they start off at like a box of like it's like a hundred and twenty dollars for a box of like thirteen soups. And maybe some vegan chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't, it's, no. It, again, this is starving your body. Like, yeah. I, granted, I am on the, uh, the camp of, like, soup is not a meal. It is a side dish. Like, soup, soup is like drinking, like, a cup of water for me. It doesn't fill me up. I, I dislike soup. You know, you know that I am sick when I'm asking for soup because I just mm-hmm. like, honestly, it's, it's true. I don't ever want soup. I'm not, but soup can be good, but soup for every fucking meal. That's not, yeah. no wonder it's like a liquid Kyle is so yeah. skinny right now, because if she's, I mean, if she's not doing Ozempic, fine, like fine. Um, I'll, I'll take her at her word, but because if she's doing this and working out, like she is showing, Oh my God. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if this is their exclusive, like if this is all they eat, but I do know um, they do use this service and Teddy's the one naturally all in who introduced mm-hmm. it to some of the others. And we've seen Teddy's all in diet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a lettuce wrap with like and a an sprig of. Yeah, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> so it, it's, it's fitting. We never question that. What if Kyle's using the all-in diet? Teddy's her bestie. I mean, I mean, what, a few seasons ago, we were all questioning the all-in. This is the thing, too, is that, like, she doesn't even have to text Teddy. Teddy's right there by her side all the time. So Literally, like, by her property line. They're like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. But this is, I mean, it's a little worrisome because... Uh, I do feel, you know, I, I do feel bad talking about other women's bodies at the same time. <sighs> well, just let Jordan do it. He has no, he has no issue whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, like I, like, about like, I feel like I'm coming off, like I'm trying to justify it that I'm coming off concerned about her, but I am just like criticizing her in a way. And I don't, I don't like that about myself. Fuck why I'm not supposed this is a pretty corrupt podcast. I'm supposed to be corrupt and not not a good person. What the fuck am I having? The the you know, I'm I'm a big soup guy. I enjoy soup. I there's some hard there are some hearty soups on this among these thirty-five different soups, but the 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 number one, the first one that pops up is just a plain bone broth, which is absolutely somebody's gonna just be like, Yep, that's my dinner. I'm just gonna drink some bone broth. Yeah. You know, if you're having like a stew, that's a meal. Oh, yeah. I was prescribed bone broth, not prescribed, but it was suggested to me a few, like five years ago. I had a really bad um, ulcer and I couldn't keep anything down. I was fainting, like in public, like literally like in the middle of a store. And so, I mean, I hate to say it, I lost a lot of weight. It looked great. But 
Okay, you didn't have to. You didn't have to. It's our conundrum. Part. You, you, you could have just been like, but, I sh- not that the look great part Nate, was unnecessary. Nate, yes, he yeah. did. He did. Oh, he wouldn't but, be Jordan. <laughs> I, no, yeah, but um, yeah, no. So people were telling me it was basically like to use it as some kind of nutritional supplement. It is well, bone broth is does have a lot of nutrients. It should not be your meal. Unless like you, unless you're at a point of sickness where you literally cannot keep things down, but that should not Which be your, your go-to was. dinner. Should not be a cup of bone broth. Mm-hmm. Should but be I a feel diet like coke and a will, cigarette. Duh. Absolutely. Yeah. Celsius. We, we just gotta find vitamin out what, C what, chewables. What does JLo have? I'm now? giving away too much info. <laughs> what? I, we just got to figure out what kind of diet exercise regimen um, JLo has been on. That's 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 the key. Well, besides cigarettes. Yeah. It might just be cigarettes. I don't well, know. Well, cigarettes, cigarettes, and then um, it's it's just a black coffee from Duncan, and then probably coffee enema every other week. Mm, yeah, it's the only way I'll get yeah. Brooks and Vicky. <laughs> you know, J Lo is all about sticking stuff up people's butts, like colonics and shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love the look on Jordan's face. <laughs> Yeah. No, but you know she totally is that person. She's like, I get a colonic every other week. Isn't isn't a coffee colonic a real thing? Isn't that a thing that yeah. I think that is a thing that I people only do. Heard I literally I did not just pull that out of my ass. Uh, I only heard of that from from the Brooks and Vicky Cancer Gate on Orange County. Mm-hmm. That's what he claimed helped cure him as well. Yep. I t- okay. I I not well. When has it stopped us before that we're not medical experts of any kind? But I don't <laughs> enema. I, I I get the point of an enema. I get it because it's you're, you're clearing things out. Why coffee? What what? I guess it's a diuretic. I don't know. There's got to be a reason that coffee works. But that's a weird thing to, to do. Like who thought of that? Who was the first person that was like, yeah, I'm gonna try this one out? I mean, coffee is a diuretic, and it, it can't help with that, but. I don't know. I believe it's systemic, though. I don't believe it's just like goes and it just works in your butt or like something like that. Like it needs to go throughout your body in order to like it's a it's a vasodilator. So it it opens up your your blood vessels, and that's one of the reasons that helps. I don't know. Well, we'll go we'll go and I'll get one, Jordan especially. We'll get we'll get like a couple's enema, all three of us. Ooh. Uh, oh, oh when you're in to town, let's myself. go get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll. You know what? As soon as we stop recording, I'm going to do some research. Jordan's in. I can tell tell by his face he's in. I'm going. To, I'm going. Oh my god, to... it could be our Valentine's special. Maybe we could get. Maybe we could do a deal, Nate, and you can find a place that'll let us record from there, and they'll get promos and stuff like that. It'll be amazing. Uh, you know what? I am already Googling enema deals for thruples, and I will see what what comes up. I would yes. rather let I would rather let Army Hammer eat me alive. That can be arranged me as alive well. And eat me yep. alive. Apparently, he's in town. This. Yeah. Oh, did you see his new his new redemption tour with the article in Airmail? Yep, mm. I read that entire article on the bus. It was fun. What yeah. I, 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 I did, I could not read it because uh, I'm an idiot and you, you're allowed an airmail. You're allowed to, you could read this one by get, but giving your, giving them your email without actually subscribing to airmail. 
but I closed it and then tried to reopen it. They only let you do that once. So I've been, I was locked out. I can't read it. So I, Oh, um, well it's like a, it's like a rehash of like, you know, this is him giving his side. So did it, did it say anything like why, why now? Why did, cause this, this all, you know, this whole thing broke a, a long time ago. And even, even the more recent stuff was last summer. Like, why is he deciding to speak now? Well, now he's out of rehab. And oh, is that therapy, it? Okay. So that, that's his spin so that he can, you know, it's I, a redemption tour. He's trying yeah, to stage I, a comeback. I cut Crisis the, management. I caught the gist of the, his, his, I hate to call them excuses because some of them I'm sure were very traumatic. Like he mentioned being um, assault, sexually Molested assaulted for like something. a year by a youth pastor. Um which and is I don't, completely plausible, I don't, honestly. Yeah, no, I have no reason to question that <laughs> yeah. at all. But at the same time, it's it. Not he, we've we've just as we discussed in a previous episode, he comes from a long line of raging misogynists who treat women terribly. He, I don't think you can mm. blame that solely on something that happened to him as a child. Like his dad, his grandfather, his great grandfather were all doing this to women. So it clearly <laughs> is runs in the family. Mm-hmm. There, there's one f- like friend of his, like from a like growing up, that is quoted a few times, like a childhood friend, and and this friend, I you can kind of tell doesn't think too highly of Army. Is like not necessarily here totally for the redemption tour because he says, um, because they're, they're talking, and because he also kind of he blames it on on the abuse that he suffered and the addiction, the the alcohol and. Drug addiction. Yeah, he thin. he says that the um be the abusive sex behavior or the BDSM is his way to feel regain power in sexual relationships because he was subjected to right. abuse as a child. So yeah. it's like his way to be abuse, or you know. Well, and and I be hate in a powerful for, position. I hate it when people are like, "Well, well, actors are really good liars." Cuz it's not necessarily true. Like a lot of actors don't want to lie. They don't want to act or in their real life. Right it's, now. It's, it's tiring. He's but also a thing, terrible but actor. This, exactly. <laughs> but but he's very charismatic. He has mm. that thing though. Like that's the thing is that you can be not a good actor, but you can also be very charismatic and personable and and charming. Oh, they said he is. People. Did you see? But let me get my fucking quote out. <laughs> Because this friend of his says that, and he says it a couple of times. His friend says that Army was super functional, high performative, and what turned out to be the lowest of the low moments that we weren't even aware of, like during his during his uh, um, uh, his addiction time. So he like hit it really well, but it's like it's like he was hiding it, but he wasn't hiding it. And and then some other friends had warned him that like his BDSM stuff was going to get caught that it's like, okay, well, if you're kinky like this, but you're also famous and you have this power that you should get NDAs signed. And this one, this other friend said, we knew what sort of incendiary sexual behavior army was into. And this other friend said, in many ways it was unavoidable, unavoidable. He really deserved to be embarrassed. Like for what he did, but I found I found that Dan Savage like said kind of the best thing about it is that there he's like he's like this illustrates the severe complications of being rich, famous, and kinky. You can't put that on Tinder because TMZ is going to f- come find you. Um, and but he said he said getting con- he said oh 
said getting just just getting consent, getting a yes and take a box isn't enough as someone might consent to your kinks, not because they're appealing to them, but because they're attracted to fame and power. And if you discard them in two months and that was your plan all along, they will look back on that sexual activity that they consented to and feel very violated, genuinely violated and even worse. They may, may feel complicit in their own violation because they said yes. And so that's kind of like, I don't know. Well, I mean, been, because he definitely yeah. goes after it, it. Goes after the women. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's a the thing about this is uh, this article is it's Army finally telling his side. So it mm-hmm. goes through the story, and it's him giving his answers to it. The BDSM was uh, thoroughly discussed, and consent was given. He's into it because now he reveals. He was uh, molested as a child, and this gives him a sense of power. And he's grateful for it because in his new sobriety, he can care for his dying father. Yeah, yeah this is checking this off is, all the boxes. This is mm-hmm. the this is the work of a crisis PR manager, yeah. and it's him trying to stage his uh, him trying to stage a comeback. I mean, Winona Ryder is still getting. Um, Flack over stealing some socks from Saks Fifth Avenue twenty something years mm-hmm. ago, but he he didn't miss a beat. No, nope. I mean he's like, how long has it been? A year, year and a half since this all went down. Mm-hmm. Twenty, it was twenty. And it's also like with the, with the news about two years. Jesus. It's also like poor, poor little wow. rich boy. He he keeps talking about how like you know he never took any money from his family for his career and everything like that. And now he's been completely cut off and like, how is he going to pay for things? And, and I'm still like, but dude, you still come from a super rich family. There's, there's still actually a safety net underneath you. As much as you want to try to say that there's not, there is like, you're not, you're not canceled, dude. (laughs) Like you're going to, this is his trust has been put on pause. It hasn't been taken. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're maybe they're stopping payments for the time being to force him to get himself in. But his, his inheritance has not been withdrawn. Right. right. There's a difference in that. He's being put, he's being put on a timeout from his uh, dynastic wealth. He hasn't mm-hmm. gone broke. Yeah, he has money. He's going to be fine. He's doing it all for his kids. It's like, of course. Oh yeah, that's another thing. He pushes the kids. Pushes the kids so much. And it's, and I just like, like you said, like Winona, Winona Ryder still gets crap 20 years later from stealing socks. I mean, let's not even talk about Kathy Griffin. Like she can't get booked Mm. anywhere. Her career, she truly has been canceled. Like her career is nowhere. Nobody will book her because of all that, that one photo. Tyler Shields hasn't been, been canceled. He's the one who took that photo. The idea for that photo. um, Yeah. The, uh, her holding the bloody Trump hat, mm-hmm. but like no, but you know, you <laughs> you Anna, yeah. Anyway, so like it, it's it's just you read it, and it is it's good crisis PR because it makes you for a second sometimes go well I don't, and then you're like no this is well it's a smear campaign against other people against well, the women and. It's, some of some which might be correct and which might not like Gloria Allred did dump Effie from 
from House of Effie. Like there might be some weirdness going on there. Who knows? But like still, these things were certain things were done. And nobody said you were an actual cannibal. We just everybody was just like, what the fuck are you saying to people? Like well, the funny thing about this was I was reading it for the crutch and I was like, he has to have a crisis PR manager. So I went on a crisis P, crisis publicists usually stay in the shadows. They're not going to put you on, they're not going to put their name on your IMDb. Right. But I still went on IMDb Pro to look. He has no representation. His contacts, this is the best part though. His contacts list just his Instagram. No. Meaning, go slide into his DMs. That's the only form of contact. Because hmm. Army Hammer contacts were normally your agent, manager, lawyer, mm-hmm. publicist would be. It just says self and a link to his Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, <laughs> slide into our DMs. That may have been your best <laughs> one yet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, make sure to rate, subscribe, give stellar reviews, and uh, share with your friends and family, loved ones, and resented ones. Anyone who will listen as a f- celebrate or punishment. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast, at Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One. And then on there, you can find all of our individual accounts too. Stacy's, Nate's, mine. Who wants to say bye? Sayonara.